goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Attention, Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now, here's Bo Snurdly. Welcome to your Friday. Can't believe Friday is here so quickly. What a busy week this has been. If you'd like to be part of the program, 800-848-WABC is the number 800 848 9222. And of course, lots to do today. Today's Friday. That means that Princess Di will be with us. The one, the only, the beautiful, wonderful, intelligent, gracious Princess Di joins us. Princess of Policy. Also today, Steve K. Bannon. Steve Bannon will join us as well, plus your calls. So you see, we do have kind of a packed show. Let's get started. Let's get busy again. Looking forward to speaking to as many, or speaking with as many of you as we can, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Today we learned that the Democrats are going to continue to push a narrative about these classified documents. They're claiming now that the classified documents that Donald Trump had were, you know, very sensitive uh, documents concerning our nuclear capabilities. In fact, I've heard uh, some people speculate that he had the launch codes, which makes no sense, obviously. Like, what do you have, Diego? Hmm. Because he was looking, Diego's looking at me like... Uh, uh, I'm actually ordering food because I'm very hungry. <laughs> oh, well, go ahead and order. What are you having? I was thinking... I was thinking of a bacon, egg, and cheese, actually, this late in the day. Uh huh. Because <laughs> I'm crazy like that. Okay, well, enjoy it. I thought you were going to tell me you had some sound bite that pertained to this nuclear business that the Democrats are pushing. Oh, yes. So Donald Trump supposedly, oh, he's storing in, 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 in the basement, in the bottom dwells of the Mar a Lago dungeons. He was holding secret materials about our nuclear capabilities, and he was getting ready to do his own nuclear strike on the world. And oh, 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 was just saved just in the nick of time by the FBI coming in there and and searching and taking these documents out of the hands of former President Donald Trump. Yeah, right. First of all, it makes no sense. Because as you may or may not know, the launch strikes are not a static thing. They don't, the, co- the codes, they don't stay the same code. The same codes when he was president are the same codes now? Of course not. Secondly, even if he did have the codes, you need other parties to launch a nuclear, you need, he need, would need generals. He would need the support of the military 
to launch a nuclear strike. I mean, this makes absolutely zero sense. Even the scenarios make zero sense. And of course, listen to Daily Mail headline. The nuclear weapons issue is a hoax. Trump slams latest report on classified documents. He says it's a hoax to suggest FBI agents are looking, were looking, for documents related to nuclear weapons. This is just amazing to me. And who are you going to believe, I guess, is my question. Are you going to believe the same people, the same media, that told us that Donald Trump and the Russians were together in bed, that Donald Trump... I'm sorry, I have to get graphic. If we go to the Steele dossier, which they all printed and told us was the truth, that was a dossier that told us that President Trump was so mad at Obama that he slept in the same bed that Obama had once slept in in Russia and got up and urinated all over the bed. It's like, who's going to believe this nonsense? But Democrats believed it. And, and, and it was worse from there. This is the kind of stuff they lied to the FISA courts about. And, of course, our media has been, the mainstream media, has been complicit in the Russia hoax lie from the beginning. And now that they know that Hillary was partially behind it, the Hillary campaign's fingerprints are all over this Russian hoax. And they still won't report on it. They still won't retract any of the reporting that they did that is blatantly, egregiously wrong. And say, you know what? We went down the wrong path. Now let us correct ourselves and and uncover everything that Hillary and her campaign did. And if, if it also involved members of the Obama administration in on this, like Clapper and the other intel people, let's finally put the truth out there. Will they do that? No. These are the same people who lied to you about COVID. These are the same people that tell you that you should go get your children vaccinated even though there's a zero chance of children dying by their own numbers. These are the same people that won't tell us whether people in the NIH are collecting royalties off these vaccines. These are the same people that fired people because they said, nope, these vaccines could hurt their health. But it was okay when you were working without a vaccine trying to save lives and you're still out of a job. These are the same people that told you to shut down your business. No, they didn't tell you to shut down your business. They shut down your business for you. These were the same people who told you you can't go to church, even though you have a constitutional right to go to church. These are the same people that tell you nothing happened out of ordinary in the last election cycle. No, 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 everything was perfect. Only people that are telling the big lie are Republicans. That's what they say. It's the big lie. It's the big lie. But anybody that watched TV on election night knows that they stopped the counting. And they knows what the, they knew what the counting was leading to before, and they know what happened afterwards. And so if you dare raise questions about that, oh, you're some kind of fringe person, you're a denier, you're a liar. It's the same thing, interestingly enough, the same tactic they use about climate change. If you don't believe everything that they say, even though they have conflicting stories and have had conflicting stories that have nothing to do with science from the very beginning, they call you a denier. They call you a liar. These are the same people that have been lying to you all these years about the cost of welfare. These are the same people that tell you 
that you were going to save $2,000 a year on your health care bill, that the health care costs in America were curving downwards. These are the same people told you you could keep your doctor and nothing would change. If you just signed on to this beautiful Obama welfare, Obamacare welfare program, these are the same people. These are the same people that always tell you that they don't want your guns. Right before they pass another piece of legislation to try to sneak in your house and get your guns. These are the same people that lie to you about everything. These are the same people that lied to you over and over again since the time Donald Trump started running for the presidency. They lied about Donald Trump. They lied about what he did. These are the same people that tell you that they're not involved in insider trading in stocks right before they go out and buy more stocks and make themselves rich before they pass, days before they pass legislation that will help enrich them. These are the same people that tell you that the rich should pay more taxes, but they never pay more taxes even though they're filthy rich. And now these people are telling you that Donald Trump did something else, and they want you to believe it. These are the same people that have been lying to you about your children. They tell you they're not groomers. While in school, they're trying to educate your children in every possible sexual practice in the world while they're still in kindergarten, first grade, second grade. These are the people who lied and said the Florida legislation that gave parents more control of what their kids are learning in school with regard to sexuality was really an anti-gay bill when it didn't even mention the word gay. These are the same people that lie to you about everything. These are the same people. These are the same people that lied to you and told you that we had no interest overseas after the terrorists knocked down our buildings here in the United States of America. These are the same people that never seem to be able to support the military when they're overseas fighting for our lives and fighting for Americans. These are the same people that have been lying to you in one form or another them and their political ancestors have been lying to you since the beginning of this country, and they're going to lie to you as long as they can. These are the same people that tell you that the border is secure. As you watch every day, thousands of people stream across the border. Isn't that what your Department of Homeland Security uh, director, Mallorca, said? That, hey, borders are safe. What are you people talking about? These are the same people that look you in the face and lie to you and not even break a sweat. So why in the world should you believe them when the Democrats and their mainstream lying media tell you that Donald Trump is guilty of something? When time and time again, they have lied about what Donald Trump has done and they've lied about everybody connected with Donald Trump. Why should you believe them now? Well... If you don't know why you should believe them now, count yourself among the lucky because you're aware that these people have no regard for the truth whatsoever. They never have and they never will. We'll be right back. 
This is The Rush Hour with those Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. It's time for Radio Royalty with James Golden and America's Princess of Policy, Princess Di. Well, I have been looking forward to this all week long. It is Friday. It is our opportunity to talk to one of the smartest women in the world. Now, that title used to belong to Hillary Clinton, and it was an inaccurate title. When we refer to Princess Di as one of the smartest women in the world, we mean it. Her (laughs) Highness, yes, Princess of Policy. Princess, how are you this afternoon, Your Highness? I am so happy to talk to you, Sir James. I have been enjoying your shows, especially this week, and it is time for us to take apart rhetorically what has been going on with this okay. uh, deep state action. Let us talk, Your Highness, about this entire uh, scam today. That oh, there was nuclear evidence that of, <laughs> of nuclear weapons and everything else in those classified documents. And President, former President Trump's out saying, wait a minute, this is the same <laughs> hoax. They're running a hoax on you just like they did yes. with the Russian hoax. Now, what are we to believe, Your Highness? Who's lying? Well, it's, it's obvious that Trump was hiding weapons of mass destruction in Melania's closet. <laughs> <laughs> the, the idea of what they're claiming is so obvious a lie. They are trying to look back at what they've said before and reconstruct history. If you if you look at their own behavior, you can see this cannot be possibly true based on what they told us for a Monday when the raid uh, occurred. At first, it, the reporting was this raid was due to a dispute with the National Archives. Now, does, does the National Archives have anything to do with nuke secrets? No. no, they were negotiating disagreement of what came with the presidential library materials and what should be kept at the National Archives. And everyone reported it that way. But there was such a blowback that it shocked the left and it shocked the Biden re- regime because it was universal. It was, you know, normally like uh, some establishment Republicans were incensed. The Republican voters were incensed. And, you know, Newsweek sent out, uh, uh, or the deep state sent out to Newsweek this notion this was the second line. Well, this was a routine law enforcement action. They waited until um, Trump was out of state, and it was, you know, a mistake. The DOJ misjudged it. Do you remember that piece? You talked about yes. it on the air. Yes, yes. And so that did not satisfy anybody because they were like, what are you talking about? This was routine. You know, you're investigating with a raid your political opponents, and this is routine? I don't think so. And that smoked out Mary Garland, who came out yesterday, as you know, and said nothing other than he took responsibility, quote unquote, but he didn't say anything. I mean, what oh, was yeah, needed well, was an explanation of what the um, the the reason for this raid. And he did not say he, in fact, said he wouldn't say. Well, Mar- Mary Garland did say that he was not going to stand by 
Why, yeah, pe- right. why people impugn the integrity of the FBI? For goodness sakes, these are all decent people who put their lives on the line for you peasants every day. How dare you question the FBI? How dare okay. you question their motives? Here's, How here's dare my response. you question? Yeah, okay. Here's my response to that. You know, we're not going to stand by while you raid our potential nominee. So you can be angry and defend the honor of your uh, FBI agents while we defend the honor of Donald Trump, because he has defended us, he has fought for us, and he is the only politician in Washington I feel that way about. And I am damn well going to be loyal to him and support him at this point. And I just want to point out their own behavior belies what they're saying now through a leak where sources say, anonymous, that they are looking for nuclear weapons documents. Okay, look at their behavior. They waited 18 months. Then they waited two days after the warrant. They waited till Trump was out of state. They did not arrest him for this egregious national security breach. And they did not get a warrant at a single other property of Donald Trump. This, if it were true, a nuclear document kind of problem, they would have had a net on every property. And the fact that they didn't, they waited until he was in New York, he's free as a bird, tells you that this is just trying to reconstruct a new narrative because the truth did not work. Now, I listened to, the, I listened to some of the mainstream press reporting on all of this. And as I said yesterday, I'm continued to be almost flummoxed by some of the things that I'm hearing from the left reporters. They claim that they're monitoring all these quote-unquote right-wing extremist sites because they're all concerned about violence. They're all of a sudden concerned that their right is going to erupt in civil war, there's going to be violence in the street, or poor old Merrick Garland and Christopher Wray are concerned that their beautiful, wonderful FBI agents that go through Melania's underwear and her clothes are going to be assaulted by by some of these hicks and rubes and hillbillies that have no recourse other than violence. So they're all worried about this violence. They're all worried. And yet and still, the people that report this, that supposedly are monitoring the right wing, the right wing extremists, never seem to report on exactly what the right wing extremists are saying on social media. They never talk about the fact that on right wing media sites, there's conversations about this judge. How did this judge come about to sign this warrant? He's a low level judge. How has this judge escaped any scrutiny for his dealings with with, um, Epstein? Right. And there's a, there's a, there are pictures of him laughing it up on what looks like the Lolita Express with um, with Epstein's girl. Uh, how did yeah, this I think judge? That's, I think that's a fake. I've seen that photo. I think that that was actually Epstein getting a toe rub, and they put on Merrick's face. So I don't think that's true. Okay, Reinhardt was the judge. Okay, now then also um, I'm talking about Reinhardt, the judge, not not Merrick Garland. Also, they. Right. There was a um, reports that he is a heavy donor to Obama. Why is none of that ever mentioned? Why, if these people are monitoring the right wing, why aren't they monitoring and reporting all the people that have called for restraint, called for calm? Because that has certainly been a part of what you see on right wing sites. I monitor right wing sites, 
And I see that. I see it on Twitter. I see it on Facebook. I see it wherever. The, if, if I can see it, why can't these people? Why are they only reporting that the right is so inflamed that these right-wingers are almost ready to get out in the streets and burn everything down? Because the truth is not their friend. And it goes back to what I said before, which shocked them, was the righteousness of the reaction, the strength of the reaction, the truth of the reaction on our side. This, this necessary need to scold the conservatives, which I mean, it's not necessary, but it happens every time to scold conservatives for their reaction. It's because the reaction in this case is politically very powerful and it will affect the midterms and it's going to affect 2024. They have crossed the Rubicon here and they cannot put this genie back in the bottle. And that is why they're trying that ploy. They're trying to, quote unquote, shame Republicans and and say that there's this violence coming because that always works with Washington Republicans. Always. They get defensive. They get apologetic. They get, oh, we're so sorry. We, we won't be extreme. And in fact, the truth is far more dangerous to the left in that you have an engaged and correct reaction on our side, which is not violent. It is 100 percent political because we are going to show our displeasure in the polls, period. Now, one of the other things that I have seen a lot of is this notion that we should not be comparing anything that happened with Donald Trump to Hillary, because after all, the Hillary matter is resolved, it's closed. And when, for us uh-huh. to keep bringing that up is just old news. That's what they always say, it's old news. Why are you people keep uh-huh. bringing up Hillary? Why are you people claiming that there are, is, a, is a two-tier justice system? By doing so, they tell us that we are undermining the institutions of America. What say you to that? I'm saying whenever they tell you don't say X, that is nature's way of telling you to double down on X because they always react to things that hurt them. And so if they're saying don't compare to Hillary, compare to Hillary. We should never wait until we have permission from the left based on what our arguments are going to be. Ignore them completely. The comparisons need to be made. They need to be pointed out. They need to be, in fact, explained this this two-tiered justice cannot continue because the American people will, first of all, won't permit it. And second of all, no nation can survive if there is this third world approach to justice. I continue to say, Diane, I don't know whether you would support me on this. I have been not a fan of the FBI now for decades. I believe that the FBI has been corrupted ever since J. Edgar Hoover, the criminal J. Edgar Hoover was running it, believe that, which is yep. since its inception, by the way. I believe that right. every time the FBI gets into a scandal, they just bring in a new flunky to put a clean white water over it, a, 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 new, a new face on the same problems, and they keep re... Look, the, the FBI has been spying on Americans as long as there has been an FBI. They're not supposed to do that. The 900 FBI files that found their way into the Clinton White House I could go back into the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, Uh the way that they they wiretapped Dr. King, the treatment of the Black Panthers, some of whom were murdered by the FBI. The FBI has been a corrupt institution ever since it was formed. My take is that it should be raised to the ground and we should have a fully vetted new agency that is non-political, that does what the FBI is mandated to do, but without all the political attachment to the Democratic Party. 
Correct. The, the challenge is how do you get that done? Because they basically have their thumbs on a lot of people in D.C. who would be necessary to change the rules and to change the law. So you would have to send a whole new crop of people who are not compromised to D.C. to make that happen, which I think is possible, but it's not going to be in one election. It's going to take us a long time to get there. But it has to be a, a mission critical and number one for all of us on the agenda. Well, if we ever get that, I would be surprised, but I think that's what we need, and I'm not even talking about the IRS. I, we have another story about the New York Times. I can't get to that today, but tomorrow let's talk about that New York Times story where the New York <laughs> Times is asking permission from Chuck Schumer if they can run something that the only black senator in the United States wrote. I mean, this is just so contemptible. I don't know why the, this paper isn't issuing a front-page apology and, uh, for, for the shame that they should be feeling. Well, they're proud of it. I mean, they are so in bed with the Democrat Party, and there's no apology that's going to happen from that. We, it's not as if we're surprised that the editorial page is run by the Democrat Party. <sighs> Princess Dye, is always such a pleasure. We'll look forward to hearing you, from you tomorrow on our Saturday morning radio extravaganza. Thank you, Princess Dye. Thank you, Sir James. The Rush Hour is on the air. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. WABC Talk Radio 77. It's your Friday afternoon. That's the beautiful voice of Marilyn McCoo. The fifth dimension. Apparently, there's not a lot of sleep happening for some liberals. They're giddy with excitement. Like, um, perhaps uh, ex-Attorney General Eric Holder, who uh, yesterday said that uh, former President Donald Trump will probably be indicted on criminal charges, along with officials in his White House, as part of the Justice Department investigation. Efforts to reverse the 2020 election. That's what they're hoping for. And if you don't know, by the way, we thought uh, Steve Bannon was going to be with us today. He cannot. So perhaps another day. They've gone after Steve Bannon. Look at what they're trying to do to Rudy Giuliani. This is a persecution. It has been a persecution. Look what they're doing to Peter Navarro. Look what they're trying to do or threaten to do with Mark Meadows. These people are not stopping their relentless attack on anybody who worked with Donald Trump, and, of course, they're not stopping their attack on former President Trump. This is a persecution. It's happening on three levels right now that we know of. It's happening with <clears throat> these, this phony, this phony political show that the Democrats are putting on in Congress, that being the January 6th hearings. It's happening with this phony 
investigation that's happening in Fulton County, Georgia, and it's happening with the political hack that's supposed to be an attorney general here in New York, Letitia James, who isn't worthy to sit in the seat of an attorney general, although she is, she stated even before there was anything that she was going to look for evidence to try to get Donald Trump. This has been a witch hunt from the very beginning. And it's remarkable that in this country, with our laws, that she could get as far as she has gotten with this phony witch hunt of an attack on former President Trump. It is absurd. Turning quickly before we go to the calls to some of the other stories in the news, a man has been arrested for allegedly slashing over 40 tires in Queens. We told you about that. This is a guy that on uh, earlier this week, last Sunday actually, dozens of cars in Queens, 40, car, 40 tires, were struck. Anyway, if you figure the cost of these 40 tires, it, 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 we're talking thousands and thousands of dollars. guy by the name of D. Lazarsmith, 42-year-old, charged with over 50 counts of criminal mischief, used a knife to slash the tires on 27 separate vehicles in New York. Motive? Who knows? There's another story today in BizPack Review. The FBI agent who discovered the Clinton emails on Daniel Weiner's laptop now says he was told to erase the findings. He was told to, in other words, get rid of the evidence. But of course, you're not going to hear that story splattered all over the mainstream press because it points too much to the way that Democrats do business. And by the way, Hillary Clinton's emails, classified documents, were on Daniel Weiner's laptop. Daniel Weiner was the husband of Hillary Clinton's aide. That is against the law. There's no ambiguity about it. It is clearly against the law. Yet, she remains free, and Hillary Clinton has remained free and uncharged all of these years. That is what we talk about when we say there is a two-tier justice system. They're going after Donald Trump for this? Hillary Clinton was the Secretary of State. And it was pointed out on Fox, I saw a segment where some lefty woman was having a, a hissy fit because a conservative host, a conservative guest pointed out that Hillary's email had the potential to be hacked from China and Russia. And in fact, many people believed it was hacked. That is clearly a danger to the United States and our national security. It was. And yet, James Comey and his phony FBI, this corrupt FBI, did nothing because she's Hillary Clinton. Don Lemon is actually out giving pushback. He says that the new direction that CNN is supposed to be going in, you know, CNN is claiming that they're going to be less of the confrontational, we hate Trump, we hate Republicans all the time, that they're going to actually try to do balanced reporting on CNN. <laughs> joke. Anyway, Don Lemon is saying, oh, come on, we're not going to do that. No, 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 that's not what it means. 
He's saying that they're going to have it, what, what CNN is just going to do is have more Republicans on. That's it. We're just going to put a few more Republicans on. Well, if that's all CNN is going to do, I never expected CNN to change. I don't know about anybody else. No matter what cosmetic changes they bring to it. But if I were any Republican, I would refuse to go on that network. Why do you go? And you know who's doing that? Uh, Ron DeSantis is refusing to go on left-wing hack shows. Why should he? Why should he go on and become the clown fodder for these liberals to just have fun with him? He says, screw that. I'm not going to waste my time going on these shows. That's the way I think Republicans should just view CNN. They want to be a Democrat hack anti-Trump, hate-Trump network, let them. But why should any Republican go on that network and participate with that? Salman Rushdie, stabbed in New York today. I cannot find in any reporting, some say he was multiply stabbed, stabbed in the neck, pool of blood. I don't know what kind of shape he's in. Oh, by the way, Ann Hector's brain dead. And that's just... Horrible prayers. Oh, she's not, she's now died. Okay, thank you. What a shame. Our condolences to her family. We hope the Salman Rushdie pulls out. Of course, the terrorist government of Iran issued a statement condemning him as a blasphemer, et cetera, et cetera. He's 75 years old now. One wonders if the assailant who was taken into New York custody will be released as part of the bail reform program. I mean, you're releasing other criminals. Why not release this one? I suppose. Right? Nancy Pelosi's son went on that trip to Taiwan. Guess what? He has all kind of ties with Chinese telecoms that are, in fact really run by the Chinese government. And Nancy Pelosi kept his name out of the public eye, even though he was tagging along with her on that trip to Taiwan. Nancy Pelosi's son, second largest investor in a $22 million Chinese company whose senior executive was arrested in a fraud investigation. Well, yet there's Paul Pelosi Jr. tagging along with Nancy on these international trips. Of course, the Democrats don't find anything wrong with that. Britney Spears has been branded a racist. Poor Britney. This girl is just out of control. She's 40 years old. She posted a lengthy uh, uh, a diatribe on Instagram attacking her ex-husband, Kevin Federline, and says he smokes more weed than Ludacris, 50 Cent, Jay-Z, and Puff Daddy combined. People were quick to point out, hey, why are you only naming black rap- rappers here? Some of them who don't even smoke weed. And they're calling her a racist. There's a story that I would love to spend time with today. I can't. We'll do it tomorrow. Airline seats have been getting smaller for years. And there's a question if they finally hit rock bottom on this and whether there's going to be some regulation to stop in, step in and reverse this trend of the airlines packing everybody in like sardines on these flights 
and denying. One of the things that goes with this is the FAA demands that passengers be able to get out of an airplane in trouble in a certain amount of time. And with the number of people that they're stuffing in these airlines now, it's doubtful that that could happen. So we'll talk about more of that tomorrow. There are reports that the Arctic is warming up to four times as fast as it should be doing. Oh, no. Oh, no. I guess we're all going to be submerged in seawater pretty soon. Those are just some of the other stories. There is another one that I cannot get to. We don't have time about how New York City Board of Education is scrambling right now. This was in the Daily News. Scrambling to enroll who? An influx of migrant kids. 4,000 migrants from Central and South America who have sought refuge in New York. And now the city's got to figure out how to get them enrolled in school and to make sure that they have all the welfare that they need. Oh, poor, poor New York. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley, is Friday. It's Bo Snurley's Rush Hour. We're coming back. Your calls are coming up. And we will be right back. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Al Green brings us back on this Friday afternoon. Hot fun in the summer. Let's stay together. I'm so Remember, Catch and Night comes up immediately following and... Remember this, 7 a.m. tomorrow, we'll be here bright and early for our Saturday morning radio extravaganza. I just got a funny text. It's a picture of Merrick Garland in the most beautiful, most beautiful outfit. And it says, the caption, the FBI raid on Melania's closet was justified, says Merrick Garland, wearing gorgeous new evening gown and sun hat. Babylon B put that out. It's hysterical. I also got another text that people have been able to hear me during the commercial breaks. <gasps> I hope I didn't say anything of a, of a dubious nature. Rapid phones right now. That means we're going to take as many phone calls as we can. The only thing we ask of you is that you get right to your point so we can get as many people on as possible. Peter, in New Jersey, let's start with you. How are you this afternoon, Peter? Good, Bo. How are you? Good. Say, uh, you're so right with J. Edgar Hoover's name hanging over that building. This is the guy that I handed over to uh, LBJ after JFK died. A complete dossier report on the assassination of JFK two days after Osborne was assassinated. But, so LGBT, LGBT 
turns around and says, this is crazy. So he creates the Warren Commission. And as far as Joe Biden is concerned on the IRS, that's an old playbook that Roosevelt used way back when, when he took the IRS people on wealthy Americans because of the disparity between the rich and the poor. Mm. Well, Peter, thank you so much. A student history. And let me tell you something. The Warren Commission has never satisfied people. I remember um, my dad and mom got that book when it came out, the Warren Commission findings. I remember reading through it as a child, reading through that huge volume and trying to really find out, find out what happened to President Kennedy. And I don't know whether we will ever know the truth of what happened with President Kennedy, but we certainly didn't get it from the FBI, and we certainly didn't get it from this government. Frank in Boston, Massachusetts, welcome. You're on WABC Talk Radio 77, Boston Airbus Rush Hour. How are you, Frank? Very good, thank you. It, it, it was reported in the news that the day after the raid, President Trump had to testify for six hours in, in front of that in front of that commission, even though he stated that he was going to take the Fifth Amendment. There's no reason why he couldn't have stated that once, and then they could have submitted all the questions. That that really is is a terrible abuse of the president, but by that attorney general in New York. The attorney general in New York, let's face it, is not a real AG. She's a political hack masquerading as an AG, and I think she's an embarrassment to New York. She should have been, with all the problems that New York has, this woman has been focused on her Trump hate from the very beginning, and that's all it is. It's plain to see from just about anybody. Frank, thank you. Frank from Boston, thank you so much. Let's go to Cherry in Queens, New York. Cherry, how are you? Hi, thanks. I'm blessed. How are you? Very blessed indeed as well, Cherry. What's on your mind this afternoon? I'm going to make this as as quick as possible. I just read something on YouTube that frightens me. The IRS are going to permit their new 80,000 and the current staff to carry guns and use force if necessary? There were reports, uh, Cherry, that the IRS had been stockpiling ammunition. There were all sorts of reports about a deleted tweet that the IRS had concerning uh, asking uh, one of the requirements for new hires what they was that they would be unafraid to use a gun. But that said, there has been nothing official from the IRS that indicates that that is the truth yet. We'll keep an eye on it, and if we do find something, believe me, we'll tell you. Thank you, Cherry. Appreciate your call. Let's go to Ralph in New Rochelle, New York. Good afternoon, Ralph. You're on Boston Airbus Rush Hour. How are you? Good. How are you, sir? Listen, why is everyone so upset the possibility of Donald Trump having paperwork involving nuclear weapons when we are negotiating and funding the Iranians and they're building nuclear weapons? These people are going to throw these nuclear weapons at us. Why are we dealing with them? And they're worried about the president has some paperwork on nuclear weapons. Can I just say one word to you, Ralph? Brilliant. Thank you. Brilliant analysis. Mike, an Oceanside. How are you this afternoon, Mike? Well, how are you? Thanks for taking my call. I know I got to go real quick. This thing with Trump is a disgrace. Uh, other countries have to be laughing at us. But the other thing I want to bring out, it seems that Eric Adams and the other mayor of Washington, D.C., they have a problem with all the illegals going to their city. So why take it out on the, on the governor from Texas? If they have a problem, you go to your boss. Your boss is Joe Biden. Tell 
let them tell Joe, hey, we don't want him in our cities. And tell that to the people. Let the let these people that are coming over the border know that these people don't want him in their backyard. They're all, you know, bullshit. I, you know, what do you, you know? That's that's it. I can't say anything else for that. All righty. Well, thank you. Uh, <clears throat> yes, they're all that. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're all that. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, thank hey, you. Mo, I, I know. I know. Which. Thank you again. We'll talk soon. Okay. Thank you. John in Long Island, you're on WABC Talk Radio 77. It's Bo Snerly with you here on our Rush Hour. How are you, John? I'm good, Bo. How are you? Good. I got uh, proof that Merrick Carlin was intentionally misleading uh, the American public with his statement the other day. The official copy of his statement issued by the Department of Justice, paragraph 4, he's talking about giving the warrant and the property receipt to the uh, former president's counsel, and then it says, comma, who, were, who was on site during the search? And that's not true. That's doublespeak. Hmm. They weren't well, the, now, now, the president's former counsel, now, um, let me just get in there. The, uh, president Trump's counsel was on site, but what they were saying at the time, and it's reported that they were not allowed to read the full text of the warrant. It was shown to them, but they weren't allowed to read it. So we have discrepancies. You are right in the reporting of this and what happened. Let's go quickly. Thank you, John, to Jackie in Fairlong, New Jersey. Jackie, welcome. You're on WABC. Hi. Just a quick thought. Instead of 80,000 IRS agents, they should have 80,000 auditors to look into the finances of our Congress people and the budgets that they pass. How? I love that idea. Thank you. Quickly, Linda, time is fleeting. Let's get you right to the point, Linda. What's on your mind? James, Ann Hesch had fentanyl in her that probably came over the border. She killed herself, and she um, she's almost dead, and she's on life support, and um, she almost killed another person in that house. Yeah, poor thing. I mean, what a what a tragic situation. We just hope that her family can bear the pain as best as possible. All right, folks, that's it. Friday, most nervous West Shower in the can. We'll be back tomorrow, 7 a.m. Hope you're here with us for most nervous Saturday morning radio extravaganza. May God bless and protect each and every one of you and your families. We'll see you tomorrow at 7 a.m. Remember, catch it night up next. See you later. Bye. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.